Escape of Cthulhu presents The Call of Cthulhu Campaign Children of Fear by Lynn Hardy Is there a bus that comes once a week? Uh, there is a bus service that you could take, oh. yes. Let's do that. I think we have luggage still, don't we? We do. I've heard you can put that on a bus. Yes. Yeah, exactly. On top with the rest of the chickens. Exactly. I thought we on top. <laughs> no, no. We're taking chickens now? <laughs> no, you'll suspect chickens. <laughs> okay, so let's uh, check on a bus ticket. Okay. Yes. Uh, the next the uh, the bus is a you know once a day kind of thing. Oh, frequent. Party luck roll. Oh, that's me. <laughs> What's your luck? Nine. <laughs> oh, no. no. But I'm alive. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look at that. I got a 39. I almost made it. <laughs> Unfortunately, you have missed today's bus. All right. So you'll have to wait for tomorrow's. Could be one day. I mean, do we have a time limit? Let's have a quick look at this scroll. I mean, do we have a time limit? Do we have to perform it within like the next three days or? Uh, are you looking at the scroll or are you asking someone the question? We should ask Tenzin I'll ask the question. Tenzin the question. We have already been many months in our journey. Yeah. Time is certainly of the essence, but I don't. But I do not believe it is that critical. You waited a thousand years for us. Yeah, I was just wondering. Like, it doesn't need to be performed on a full certain full moon, or you know, most of these usually end up that way. And maybe we should also look. Well, since we're waiting for the bus, we should look at this scroll. Uh, okay. Ritual. Tibetan roll. My new um, dice. Oh my god. Same <laughs> as the old dice. Yeah. Slightly better. It's a regular success. Oh. On your on your ninety nine <laughs> or something? On my <laughs> on my seventy five language, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Same as my education. Yeah. <sighs> These are hard days. Is that the only success? Is Norbo's normal success? Uh, I think maybe the only Tibetan. Just, <laughs> yeah, no, I've got Tibetan. I've got Tibetan. Okay. Um, I just, I'll just, just bring it up. Uh, 11, so that is uh, <laughs> normal success. I've got 26. Oh, no, I've got 10. No, I failed. How about one? Sorry. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Dr. Lockhart, it actually doesn't even look like Tibetan to you. Uh, Norbo, you can recognize it as a kind of Tibetan, but like a kind of 
very old and ancient Tibetan that you know maybe you had to you know study a, a few verses of in school or something, and it's just completely over your head. Can I ask a, a question real quick? Mm -hmm. Was there anything strange about um, Tenzin saying it's just as I remembered? Uh, I leave that up to your discretion. Uh, you, uh, you player may not remember, but I'm sure that Mr. Lockhart remembers uh, that when you found Tenzin in his cave and you brought him out, he was, you know, collecting his stuff in the antechamber there. You know, the re he 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 expected to be he expected to find a copy of the ritual there. He had one. Ah, and I he, see. And he, it was missing. Okay. And that's why you had to come get a new one printed. Okay. The Russians took it. I was paranoid. And who's not here tonight? The Russians. <laughs> the Russians. <laughs> uh huh. So, Tenzin, can you explain this to us? This ritual, what it says. <clears throat> of course, Doctor Lockhart. Um, I will, in fact, as we travel, I will work on a, a translation uh, for you so that you can read the whole thing. But it will, of course, take some time. But. Um, if you will allow me to summarize, I can give you a handout. Make sure I get the right one, this one. Uh, so Tenzin will kind of summarize the, the overall gist of the ritual, uh, which combined with what at least some of you know uh, about uh, Buddhism. There you go. Do I get a sense of an accent from Tenzin when he talks? An accent. Well, I'm just curious because if this is ancient Tibetan and Tenzin is ancient Tibetan, I'm not sure why it should take. I mean, I guess the translation difficulty for him is bringing it from his native language into ours. But it occurs to well, me, I've never really asked, is he speaking? Does he sound Tibetan, modern Tibetan? 1930s, not modern Tibetan, or does he sound? Yeah. Well, I, I, we've definitely we've definitely done some hand waving there, although it has come up once or twice. Uh, <clears throat> when he's speaking directly to you, Norbo, he's speaking in modern Tibetan. Okay. I, you know, I'll I'll say unaccented, just because I, as the keeper, am completely ignorant as to the different uh, flavors and, and accents of Tibetan within Tibet. Um, but when he is speaking, for instance, to Miss Chiang, he's speaking Chinese. And if he's speaking kind of generally to the group or you know to Doctor and Mr. Lockhart, he's speaking English. Oh, okay. Yeah, he. I feel like he spoke to me initially in. Uh, I don't know if it's Hindi or Chinese, but definitely in Hindi. Yep. In Hindi, I thought, yeah, and it was well. So, but when he was talking to him in Hindi, could I also hear it in Tibetan? I guess that's what I'm trying to figure out. No. If he speaks to the group, does everybody hear in their own language kind of thing? No. Yeah. Okay. 
All right. Most of the time he's speaking, most of the time he's speaking in English because he's speaking to the entire group, so. Got it. All right, well, we got time for that. True. Um, hmm. I was just reading the um, so this, ritual and yeah, noted the part says, about no, human going sacrifice. insane. Oh, human I haven't got the human sacrifice. So re- uh, yeah, human sacrifices so you can be reborn in the God's world. Hmm. I was noting that if you're not, those not sufficiently mentally prepared have been known to drive themselves insane. Well, we're already insane. It's fine. Oh, yeah, it's true. <laughs> you know, if Jim was a player right now, he'd start looking at Tinzen a little bit suspiciously. I'm totally <laughs> suspicious. <laughs> Suddenly, he'd be a lot less likely to help out. Uh, so if we have time, then, I guess I would like to go back to the monastery mm-hmm. and just ask if they have any reference books about the area that we're planning on going and visiting is there do they have any logs or guides or journals or anything from anybody who's ever been through that area before because i appreciate that there might be you know that the notes say it might here be dragon but you know maybe somebody knows something somewhere and if they do it's going to be at this monastery i seems reasonable I'm also happy just to look through books for an afternoon if it doesn't seem like it's something for which there's guidance. Um, how about how about a library use role? Seems like we haven't had one of those for a while. <laughs> yes. Now it's a Call of Cthulhu game. Uh, nope, didn't make that one either. Okay. Apparently not. Okay. Um, I don't think, uh, could any of us help in terms of library use, even though we don't have the language? Not really anything else? Uh, no. No, didn't think so. Um, I think Markham, I mean, the township of Markham, I mean, there may know people, I mean, there may be people there who know the general area that we're looking for. Sorry, who I mean, uh, the township, you know, I was just thinking we have to pass through Markham to get around mm-hmm. where we are and possibly down in there they may have. I mean, we might be able to find guides there to the disputed area that and the region. They may know they may have people there who may know what we're looking for. Sorry, I don't know if I'm making sense. No, no, you are. I mean, when we get there, we can we can certainly ask around for guides. But yep, I spend the afternoon um, just watching them make books and you know watching their techniques and things like that. The printing process. Okay, can certainly do so. Uh, are any of you bringing um, up this human sacrifice with Tenzin or? 
Yeah, yeah. I was going to speak to Tintin about this whole human sacrifices and preparations. What do we have to do in terms of preparation? Well, we have done most of the preparation already, Dr. Lockhart. We have the bulls of Padmam Zambata himself. We have the Kangling, and we have the Dam, and we have the the Damru built out of from the power of an ancient llama. Um, but this human sacrifice. No. As you may or may not be aware, human sacrifice is a, a crime. Human sacrifice <laughs> is murder. You, the important point in what I what I described, Dr. Lockhart, is that it is the visualization of the sacrifice. It's the intent of the sacrifice that is the opening to the power. It is not the physical act. Okay, so it's more of a ritualization sort of motions rather than actually doing a human sacrifice. <laughs> Precisely, precisely. Think, think of it this way. When, when one imagines oneself, and when one imagines sacrificing oneself, if you truly imagine it, if you can truly hold it in your mind and have the will to do so, that opens your mind in a particular fashion. And it is that opening of the mind that is the important part. The actual like... commission of the murder itself is horrific. So it's like sacrificing a part of yourself or something of yourself to open yourself up. It's not even sacrificing anything of yourself. It's the willingness to do so. It's the intention to want to do so. As I've heard stories of our travels, you in the West have a story of just such an intention to sacrifice in, in your history. When uh, Abraham offered his son Isaac as a sacrifice, the importance of the story is the intention, not the act. I think I understand. Excellent. I would not, of course, ask any of you to visualize such a thing. I have been preparing myself for exactly this for over a thousand years while I waited for your arrival. I will be the sacrifice. Which is probably why the whole the imagery from the 
the scroll. You with the goddess. That would seem to make a great deal of sense, Dr. Lockhart. Anything else for today, tonight in the dirge? Possibly spend time just in medit normal meditation. Okay. Anyone else? Uh, we've got time to meditation pray. Sounds good. Yeah. Frank yeah. sounds good. Meditation. Tasty mm -hmm. local dinner. This probably goes without saying, but there are no mosques. Uh, yeah, no, I was assuming I just have to pray, uh, make my own thing. Yep. Break, it, yep. break out the blanket. Yeah. Not a problem. That's one of the things about being well-traveled. Uh, okay. Uh, you get dinner. Meditations, prayers are meditations are meditated upon, prayers are said. Uh, dinner is supped. The night passes peacefully. And the next day dawns uh, very early. A bus rumbles through Dirge, and you are able to climb aboard. Uh, there's plenty of room on the bus. Um, there, it's not particularly packed there is the driver and perhaps half a dozen other people um, some chickens a goat uh, a variety of crates being transported and the bus rumbles south uh, towards towards uh, chamdo uh, where you would have to change uh, to a second bus to turn south again for Markham. Uh, the bus is uh, fairly, I mean, it's not like your truck getting here was, you know, lightning fast, but the bus is even slower. Um, party luck roll. Oh, let me do that. Oh, look at that. It's a 19, almost a success. <laughs> <laughs> you can no longer burn luck. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> um, Mid-afternoon, as the bus is rambling down uh, the road, bouncing over potholes, uh, heading down... Uh, not a particularly steep incline, but definitely an incline into uh, a small valley. Uh, you all are kind of jolted out of your enjoyment of the scenery or your napping or, or whatever you're doing uh, as the bus seems to be picking up speed. <laughs> Driver calls out, the brakes, the brakes, they've failed. The brakes have failed. Just my luck. Uh, the uh, driver will, um, you know, kind of lean on the you know lean on the wheel and 
skid the bus kind of off the uh, off the road uh, and runs into a, a tree. You can all make individual luck rolls. Mm. Oh, 21. What do you know? 15. Uh, normal success. Let's see. Uh, I get a pass. Hard success. Uh, those of you who failed can lose one hit point. Oh. As the bus comes to a unpleasantly sudden stop. Oof. The bus driver gets out and starts looking at the uh, looking at the front of the bus and at the brakes and. I want to um, go talk to him, except I don't speak a language. I'm going to have to bring somebody with me um, and see if if they think it was sabotage. I'm happy to huddle around with you and translate for you. Thank you. Sabotage? <laughs> Who would sabotage a bus? Stupid old. He kind of kicks it. Uh, yes. Well, as, as you're looking at it, if you see anything that looks uh, suspicious. Oh, do we see anything that looks suspicious? Mechanical. Yeah, I don't repair. have much uh, mechanical repair, but. Okay. <coughs> mechanical um, repair. Oh, I can see. I no. hit an 18 out of the base of 20. No, it's not. It's a base of 10. I've got, uh, just uh, that's only eight points away, Steve. Yeah, yeah you, and, and it's not like you're going to be the low ball in a, in a party of right. right. I just told a 14 out of 20. Ah, well, there you go. Are you sure you have 20? Yes, I do. Actually, it says mechanical repair 20. Huh. Uh, no, Dr. Lockhart, the, the brake line uh, was simply old and uh, failed. It's you don't think there's any evidence of intentional sabotage here. Okay. Is there any chance we could sort of do, you th do I think we could fix it to the point where we could get this thing to basically finish the journey? Uh, if you had something to replace the brake line with and you had some alternative uh, or additional brake fluid, uh, yeah, then so, no. Maybe if you also had a new radiator and a new uh, front axle. <laughs> Due to the crash of the trees, right? And next yeah. bus come. Next bus comes tomorrow. It will be fine. We camp here tonight. It's okay. Very good. How far by foot? How far by foot? Yes. Uh, by foot. Yes. Oh, you want to. You want to walk. To Chemdo. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Oh, three days, four days? Hmm. Hmm. Well. So it's quicker to wait for the next bus. Yes, yes. Next bus will be here tomorrow. Just wait. Don't be in such a hurry. <laughs> Westerner is always in a hurry.
Yeah, I think that uh, Buzz Oswein is quite. Um, I mean, this is what he expects, I feel like. Um, I might start collecting some wood so we can sort of build a little campfire. Uh, the driver is already doing that. He will uh, gladly accept your assistance. <laughs> Uh, the the other passengers are you know unloading their stuff from the bus, uh, you know setting it alongside the road in preparation to board the uh, coming bus. Like a good thing to do. Uh, I'll stretch my legs a little bit after you know helping out a bit. Um, I imagine it doesn't take too long to do those things. Just uh, no. uh, yeah. Just my legs go for a little walk. Um, assuage my Western impatience. <laughs> Sorry, what was the last? Just uh, because I'm impatient ah, as a Westerner. Yeah. Uh, you are in a small valley. Uh, it is dry there's no you know river or creek here or anything uh just a just a few uh, kind of small trees here and there um, otherwise mostly just rocks and grass okay it's certainly scenic but fairly barren at the same time sounds good Anyone else doing anything in particular today, tonight? Um, I'm still uh, sort of a little suspicious and, and concerned, so I'll just make sure I keep a decent watch over the evening to see if anybody is sort of comes along unexpectedly or perhaps expectedly, especially at our luggage. It seems like a way of somebody to make up lost time who's gotten behind um, mm. uh, do we feel like anybody's been watching us again? Power rules. Um, I've had another pesky thought. Twenty. So that's a success. Failing my power rule. Oh, that's a uh, hard success. Yes. Can we spot Mahinim? Uh, I'm not even going to make you roll a spot hidden because there is no one here. Besides the driver and the other passengers, and they are clearly not that interested in you. I will just, I will just go to um, Dancing um, and tell him, Master, since we departed, um uh, we have been having this feeling that someone is watching us or or following us and when we look around it's like nobody's there what what do you make of it do you think that is possible through some obscure magic or certainly i believe it is possible miss jang I have felt it too. I believe that 
the denizens of Agartha are aware of our intentions and are keeping track of our progress, hoping that we will fail in our intended task. Mm. I see. That makes sense. What was so wise, Master? Thank you. While I'm out, um, I just had the thought, I guess I may as well look and see if there are any predator tracks or, you know, anything like that around since we're talking about maybe keeping a watch and things like that, whether Tra we're safe. Tracking. Tracking. I got nothing. 87. Perfectly safe. Um. While we're sitting by the campfire, I might chat to Tinzin a bit more about the ritual in terms of like what we're uh, expected to do and that sort of stuff during the ritual, just get a more general idea of what we would be looking at doing. Just so I can understand our role in the ritual. Well, in some ways it will be not unlike the ritual where we created your Damru and Miss Jiang's gangling. Everyone will have a part to play. Your part, Dr. Lockhart, will be to play your Damru. That is what it is for. Indeed. Okay. And spend some time in meditation, I think. Okay. Unless somebody had something else they wanted to do, it comes. Temperature drops. Huddle up in some blankets around the fire. Eventually drop off for a pleasant night's sleep. Hmm. Unsurprisingly, at some point, in the night, uh, the six of you are awakened. As you wake up, you realize that you heard some kind of noise. And it takes a moment as you, as you sit up and you, you look around you. <coughs> the campfire is gone. Your blankets are gone. The driver is gone. The other passengers are gone. The bus is gone. It is merely the six of you and Tenzin lying in a patch of thick, lush, warm, pleasant grass in a grove of trees. look around you can see that there are mango trees and banana trees fig trees walnut trees they are all large and full and leafy and all in fruit as you look 
up into the sky and the dark sky above you filled with stars you see the moon just a thin sliver of moon shining down upon you and you can hear singing in the trees around you singing a song we recognize or uh you do not recognize it uh it is very pleasant uh it's got kind of a lovely kind of you know ringing melody to it is it what language or can we recognize the language uh you do not recognize the language and is it a um single person group of people musical accompaniment things like that it there doesn't seem there don't seem to be any instruments playing mm -hmm. but you would assume there's more than one person singing because it is coming from the trees kind of all around you Men and, oh, right. and, the, and as you look around no actually they seem to mm. all be the voices of women mm. and as you look around kind of confirming that you know there's singing come from coming from all directions uh, in one particular direction through the trees uh, you can see a flickering light that would seem to be a campfire well i guess we should go to the camp of whatever dream we're in dream mr locker mr bazazwain Yes, I suppose a kind of dream. Clearly, the Dakinis have come to us. Mm. Perhaps they are here to honor us for our labors and for the ritual we are about to undertake. Perhaps they are going to grant us knowledge of the path ahead of us. No. Perhaps they are, perhaps they are merely here to test our resolve to accomplish our task. Well, do you but let disagree us... that we should go find them? And see? No, yeah. on the contrary. Absolutely, we must. And Jim, we've uh, talked about the Daikinis before. They've come up, but I'm sorry, in between the weeks, I, I've forgotten. Is there any chance the Daikinis might mean us harm? Like, are there different types of daikini? Uh, we have talked about that, but I don't think I've ever actually given you this handout. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> the daikini handout. I don't know if that answers your question or not. But. Yeah, it seems like they're be pesky, but not evil. Fixers. They, they sort of remind me a little bit from um, uh, Celtic Fairy, where they can be mischievous or helpful. 
Well, I actually came upon the part where it says wrathful protector spirits. It sounds less mischievous. Mm. <laughs> uh, so, Mr. Pizazwin, on... you are oh, off, to the, off to the fire. Tenzin is certainly right there with you. Yeah. I'll follow. Yeah, me yeah. too. Okay. Mm -hmm. Me too. It must be lucky if right. Sophia's going there. <laughs> oh, I am very lucky. Uh, as you approach the flickering light, uh, it quickly becomes clear that yes, it is indeed uh, a campfire of sorts. Uh, and it does not take long before you come out uh, into a clearing and a sand roll. Yay. <laughs> Better than a luck roll. So, very lucky. <laughs> oh, but I'll. Uh, 12 yeah. success. That is a hard success. 91. Oh, there we go. Pass. <laughs> uh, those of you who pass lose nothing. Those of you who failed can lose 1d3. 1. That's 3. Um, as you come into the clearing, you can see that, yes, there is indeed a fairly large campfire in the center of this clearing. Um, on the campfire, there is what you think is probably like a large pot or like a large stew pot, cauldron kind of thing. Uh, it's a bit hard to see at first uh, because dancing around the fire are seven women. Uh, they are all completely naked. Uh, except for uh, some jewelry, uh, a girdle, necklace, uh, armbands, wristbands, ankle bands, and, uh, and a headdress of uh, what, all of which appear to be you know, precious metals and jewels. Uh, three of the women, have, their skin is kind of a light uh, pink, almost like a cotton candy kind of color. Uh, one of them, her skin is just absolutely as black as midnight. One of them, her skin is just kind of a bleached bone white. One of them is a bright blue and one of them a bright red. As the... Uh, <clears throat> as you enter the clearing... Uh, they stop dancing and they start coming towards you. Ah, you have come. Wonderful. We hoped that you would come. Please come. Join us. Join us. Uh, the red-skinned woman comes up to Tenzin and takes him by the arm and leads him towards the fire. You recognize her as um, the woman from the scroll? Uh, intelligence roll? Intelligence roll. Is that for all I, of us? Or? Just Mr. Lockhart. Oh. I know it's uh, not supposed to be a quote-unquote run-of-the-mill daikini that he's with. But uh, still, it is a normal success on my intelligence roll. 
similar but not the same. Okay. Uh, the blue-skinned woman comes up to Mr. Reppin, takes him by the arm and leads him towards the fire. The uh, black-skinned woman comes up to Miss Chiang, and as she does, her features kind of shift and change uh, into rather than a young woman, a young man. And he offers his arm to you, Miss Chiang. Okay, I, I will accept. And he will lead you towards the fire. Uh, the this is one of those dreams. Uh, one of the pink-skinned women will come to Mr. Bazaz Wayne and offer you her arm. Ah, yes, yes. And she will lead you to the fire. Uh, another one of the pink-skinned women will come to Mr. Lockhart and offer you her arm. <clears throat> I um, cough and uh, how many are left? <laughs> <laughs> Enough. Uh, can I grab my wife's hand? Kind of. Uh, you can. Um, as the uh, white-skinned woman comes up to Dr. Lockhart, uh, and her features shift and change into uh, those of a young man instead of a young woman. And he offers Dr. Lockhart his arm. I'll grab my husband's hand and say, and sort of just start walking with him towards the fire. The two of them will lead you there without taking your arms. Uh, and the last pink-skinned woman will come to Norbo and offer you her arm. Of course, I accept it. Uh, they lead you to the fire. Sorry, just a second. Perhaps we should accept their hands too, dear. I'm worried about uh, showing bad manners to the Viking. As you approach the fire, uh, you can see that yes, there is you know a fairly large cauldron uh, on the fire there, um, and you catch the uh, smell and aroma coming from the cauldron um, of what seems to be a, a thick kind of meaty, very appetizing, uh, very herby stew. And you can see, and as you kind of get close enough to see inside, you can see uh, that yes, indeed, um, there uh, is a stew bubbling away uh, inside the cauldron. Uh, the uh, As you get close to the fire, the, uh, the red-skinned woman uh, will turn uh, to you all. Uh, and at this point, uh, the question came up earlier about Tenzin doing this. Um, when she speaks, yes, you are all hearing this in your own individual native language. You have traveled long to reach this place. Please, 
feast, dance, and sing as our guests. You are welcome here. Stay with us now and rest for as long as you require. Uh, your various companions will uh, invite you to sit by the fire. Yes, I'll do so. Okay. Um, a couple of them will then move uh, towards the cauldron uh, and take up uh, a stack of bowls from near the fire. Uh, and one of them will start ladling stew uh, into the bowls and distribute the stew around to all of you. <coughs> um, two of them. Where's the stew, I ask? Uh, give me one second. I will come oh, back to it. Uh, two of them uh, will kind of head to the edge of the clearing and come back um, with a variety of fruits and flowers. And they will you know, hand you the fruits to eat and you know, put flowers in your hair and this kind of thing. Uh, two of them go off into the trees and come back with a large uh, bucket uh, and uh, some cups into it and they uh, ladle the a liquid from uh, the bucket uh, into the cups and hand them to you. Uh, and you can definitely see that as you are handled, handed your bowl of stew, uh, it is it is a stew. It's meat and vegetables and and herbs and spices and and it just it smells wonderful. It smells absolutely, you know, the best thing that you've you know, <laughs> eaten probably in the, you know these many months of traveling. Uh, and as you are uh, handled handled as you are handed uh, the cups. Um, you can immediately smell it's like it's some kind of alcoholic drink, uh, a beer of some kind, perhaps. Um, Norbo, for certain, will recognize it as Chang, um, sorry, as Chang, which is a uh, barley beer native to Tibet. Okay, I see no reason why why not accept it. I'll just take it. Uh, and they will then uh, sit with you and feed you stew and feed you drink. So I feel like Bazaz Wayne is uh, is quite torn and beside himself and accepts the fruit quite happily and asks about the stew and what the what sort of meats are in it um and uh if possible rejects the uh the beer uh you can certainly reject the beer if you want to of course yeah, they will completely understand your uh, religious objection to such thing. Uh, they will, you know, give you a full rundown on what's in the stew as you ask. Um, you know, as they kind of sit with you, sit with all of you. Yeah, you know, this is true for all of you, and they're, you know, you know, 
filling up your cup and you know, refilling it and filling up the bowl and refilling it. You know, they they'll they'll chat with you. There's there's nothing untoward uh, in the stew based on what they tell you, uh, Mr. Bazazwain. It's a perfectly okay. valid, you know <coughs> um, perfectly. Uh, I was about to say kosher, not kosher. What's the word? Right. Muslims. Halal. Thank you. Or is that also? Yeah. Okay. He's perfectly halal. No problems there. Uh, would you all make pow rolls, please? Oh, I spent some luck. Oh no, that's a fail. Uh, <laughs> fail. I got an ex. I got an extreme success. Uh, I do as well. Muted. So that's a pass. Standard pass. Ms. Chiang, you passed your power roll? I did. Standard okay. pass. Uh, Mr. Bazazwain? Yeah. You failed. Okay. Uh, Mr. Lockhart? Uh, extreme success. Okay. Uh, Norbo? Fail. Uh, give me a second here. Norbo, you failed. And Dr. Lockhart? Extreme success. Uh, you failed. Okay. <laughs> so let's see. So uh, for the sake of for the sake of convenience, we're going to say that Mr. Reppin failed as well. So Mr. Reppin, Mr. Bazazwain, and Norbo, you failed. Everyone else, the rest of you, succeeded. Mm. Okay. Um. Can I ask? Mr. Bazazwain and Norbo, would you put down your headsets for a moment? Sure. Miss <clears throat> uh, Chiang, Mr. Lockhart, and Dr. Lockhart. Uh, as you are sitting there enjoying the stew and enjoying uh, the alcohol, and you're kind of looking around and watching the others. You can see that Mr. Bazaz Wayne um, is just absolutely gorging himself on the stew. I mean, he's just, you know, he's he's rejecting the drink as you, you know, as a proper Muslim should, the alcohol. But he is just absolutely gorging himself on the stew. You know, he's just sucking down bowl after bowl after bowl after bowl, right? He's just going crazy with it. Uh, Norbo the same. He is just absolutely gorging himself on this stew uh, and the uh, beer as well. Um, as the as time passes and you're uh, the three of you are not gorging yourselves quite as much, um, you can see that uh, you can see that Tenzin uh, has definitely taken some of the stew and the alcohol as well, but he's uh, he's he's starting to beg off, right? He's like, nope, that's enough, thank you, no more. No more. The um, the uh, your each of your individual companions, uh, as you continue to eat and drink, isn't this so much better? Why would you keep traveling in such a harsh world? Mm -hmm. 
been so long. Stay, stay with us. Enjoy the feast. Enjoy the drink. Enjoy us. We have a, we have a task that we must do. Would the three of you make con rolls, please? Oh, 17 is a hard success. A 10. So hmm. I think that might even be an extreme again. We have a normal success by two. Okay. Jim, is there a way to break the spell? You know, that I'll try to wake up thinking it is a dream and thinking that I don't like where this is going. Are you certain that you don't want more stew? No, I, I, I'm, I'm good. I, drink. I, I want to go back to, to the road. We, we have a, a long trip and we better rest. We should go back to our camp. Thank you for your offer. I will kind of stand up and, and grab a, um, you know, Miss um, Lockhart uh, hand. As as you go to stand up, your companion will you know kind of gently push you push you back down, um, and <clears throat> you can see uh, over uh, where Tenzin is is sitting, the uh, the red skinned woman is. You know, kind of coming towards him, swaying sensually, sits down with him, and to put it bluntly, they begin to engage in sexual congress. Had Tinzen um, stopped eating as well? Yes, he did. Ah. Are you sure that we cannot entice you with something more than food and drink? I can assure you your time spent with us will be pleasurable. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Uh, master, m master, we should go back to the camp. Master. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he will uh, you know, kind of gently disengage from the woman and stand up. I believe you are right, Miss Chiang. We have seen, we have, we have been more than kind enough to uh, indulge in the Dakini's kind offerings to us, but we do have uh, our own mission to accomplish. Thank you for your attention, sisters, but we really must go. I, I will go. How oh, dare you? You are not going to go. What are you anyway? You are nothing but weak, stupid humans. Would you all make power rolls, please? Uh-oh. Mm. I will blame Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Should have taken her hand when I had the chance. Uh, it's a normal success. Normal success. Normal, normal success. success. Uh, okay. Um, 
all of the uh, all of the sisters uh, who were previously trying to seduce you uh, start just haranguing you all and just barraging you with uh, threats, with insults. I mean, just you know, of the worst, absolutely worst kind. Um, you know, it, enough that uh, you know if you were uh, more weakly willed. You can you know, absolutely see why someone you know this would cause someone to uh, to to give up and, and want to go home. Um, I will just, but at this point, I will get very close to Mrs. Lockhart and and I will you know um, pinch to her arm basically. We need to go. We need Charles, to go. do you want to get? Do you want to help? Yes, we should. Uh, let's grab Norbio and. Um... Mr. Bazaar's wine. Yes, and yes. It's, I, <coughs> this reminds me of uh, before I got married, Mr. an old girlfriend. It's it's never ends well. Let's stand resolute. Stand resolute. This is all merely a test. Mm -hmm. No harm can come to us as long as we stay true to our vows and to our purpose. Let's see. We must pass okay, the so... test and not flee from it. That was Tenzin, by the way. Yeah. Oh, so we stay mm -hmm. here and not. Mm -hmm. Can we? Um, are our companions, um, Mr. Bazaz Wayne and Norbo, engaged in uh, sexual congress at the moment? Uh, no, they are still eating and drinking. Okay. Um, and a couple of the sisters are, you know, continuing to feed them uh, yeah. food and drink. Okay. Can I sort of um, walk up to Norbo and say, "Stop eating, Norbo. We should. We have uh, a purpose." As you do so, uh, the three of you can make sanity rolls. Oh. Uh, a normal success. Twenty-two. I fail. Success. So, uh, yeah, so easy success. Okay. Uh, one point for the success, a D8 for the failure. D8. Wow. Harsh. Wow. Uh, six. Let me roll idea. And that is a success. Okay. Give me a D10, please, Ms. Yang. It, it is a nine. Nine rounds. Wow. Okay. Uh, we'll come back to you in a second. Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, Mr. Lockhart and Dr. Lockhart, you're okay? Uh, yes. Uh, you're going to have to try a little harder in this scenario. Lost one. Yeah. I have an uncharacteristically high sanity at this point, John. Okay. Yes, I'm here. I've got 81. Give me one second. Let me call the others back. Okay. You're well, 80 now. Okay, uh, let's see. So we have that one. There's my notes. There we are. Uh, Mr. Lockhart, you are. Let's see. Back. Yep. Okay, cool. Hang out for just one second, please. Told you not to do it, Steve. Good <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, Lockhart is that one. And let's see, Dr. Lockhart is 
right? Yeah, okay. Oh, look at that. Here's that one. Uh, okay, cool. Um, so, uh, Norbo and Mr. Bazaz Wayne, hmm. <laughs> um, you each have uh, a couple of the daikinis uh, with you. Uh, they are feeding you all the stew and, uh, at least for Norbo, uh, all of the beer uh, that you can eat and drink. Uh, you are vaguely aware of what's going on around you, but the food is just so good. And the, <laughs> and the beer is just so, you just can't stop yourselves. So you, you, you know, you can kind of, you're kind of vaguely aware of what's happening, but beyond that you just can't stop yourself from just gorging on the food and the drink um miss chang dr lockhart and mr lockhart um the uh daikini who are not uh, engaged in keeping mr bazaz wayne and norbo gorging on food and drink uh you see them change again they shift, they change, their features become harsh, their skin becomes kind of a dark obsidian, huge bat wings sprout, sprout from their back, and they fly into a rage and are about to attack and will start attacking you. Uh, Miss Chiang, however, how does your insanity manifest itself in this case? <sighs> Trying to think of a way. Uh, or would you just like to roll on the table? I, I'll roll on the table. Hold on. I'll roll and adjust it. Uh, uh, Sean, do you happen to have the table? <laughs> do you I, I do have it here. Oh, you do? Okay. Do yeah. Okay, so I got... Uh, uh okay so i will try to convince them um in rapid speech <laughs> to leave us alone so shang is just gonna stay there and and kind of uh they were they were kind of uh insulting us and i will return all the insults and stand there in front of the group and insult them back unaware of the change in their behavior uh okay fair enough um as you do so uh the daikini who is with you uh, will slash at you and you may have uh does it have a damage bonus so oh, of course it does Seven points to damage. Okay, let me roll the corn roll. Ouch. And I fail the corn roll. That's what you don't insult people. Okay, <laughs> you are unconscious. Okay. Uh, Mr. Lockhart. 
Yeah. Your formerly pink-skinned beauty, now transformed into a demonic black form, uh, will slash at you. You are welcome to dodge or fight back if you wish. Um, I suppose there's no way to do this. I wanted to uh, sort of jump in front of my wife, but that uh, I guess I would have to take it if I did that, if I tried to shield her. Would that uh, work if, as a choice or no? Uh, if you wanted to shield her, uh, I would give you a, I guess, a fighting brawl roll. Okay. And you can take whatever attack is about to come her way. Instead okay. Of else. Okay. We'll give that a shot then. In addition to taking attack is coming your way right now. Right. Okay. So uh, I luckily succeed in my low fighting brawl to uh to take her business but uh i guess i have two coming my way you may have eight points of damage ah uh, that's uh that con roll no <laughs> probably gonna collapse on top of her okay you fall unconscious miss chang is unconscious uh, Dr. Lockhart, uh, the your formerly pink-skinned Daikini uh, was mm -hmm. about to, now transformed into a black leathery demon-looking thing, um, was about to slash at you. Mr. Lockhart jumped in the way uh, and fall, fell unconscious at your feet, uh, but the attack that was coming to you was pretty clumsy and you're sure it would have missed anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am going to I'm just going to close my eyes and center myself and then use meditation hang on a second hang on a second we'll get okay. to you we'll get, you'll get to uh, disbelief soon uh, enough Mr. Bazaz Wayne would you make a power roll please with a penalty back uh, I will fail my power roll okay dinner and a show dinner and a show <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Mr. Lockhart, you are unconscious. Norbo, would you make a power roll with a penalty die? <sighs> Crap, I passed. Right. <laughs> you make a sanity roll. Please. There you go. Yeah, failed that. A D8. Six. A D uh, intelligence roll. <laughs> the intelligence roll. Oh, fail. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, so you, you know, kind of see what's going on. You see Miss Chiang go down. You see Mr. Lockhart go down. You see these things transform into these horrible creatures. And you kind of look down at the, at the, at the alcohol and the drink and you, what, what, what? And you kind of, you know, start to stumble to your feet. Uh, you will have a penalty die for doing anything because you are drunk and uh, completely bloated from stew. Uh, but you will be able to act in the next round. Dr. Lockhart, your go. Okay, I am... Uh, I'm just going to center myself. And basically, I'm not going to... At this stage, I'm not going to take back, but I will defend myself. 
wouldn't want to bring that shotgun into play. Of course not. Uh, 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 do we have our gear? Did, uh, sorry, I didn't realize we had our stuff. Yes, you do. Ah, oh, okay. No, then I'll bring the shot, shotgun into play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why do okay. you listen to our keeper? Why do you ever listen wife. to him? He made his pal roll. Go right ahead. Yes. Okay, so I roll a zero four. (coughs) Uh, The uh, horrible uh, ebony bat winged creature that you were attacking is caught square in the chest by a shotgun blast can roll damage on that. So that was just one barrel, so it's 46. So that's 12 points of damage. She appears to be in a bad way. Hmm. Um, Those of you who are still somewhat conscious, I can see that uh, over around by the side there, uh, the formerly red-skinned Daikini, now transformed into a horrible bat-winged, dark-skinned, black-winged creature, uh, is engaged in fighting with Tenzin, who has somehow found a long sword uh, and appears to be very niftly and very nimbly defending himself and even seems to be getting the better of the creature. Good show, good show. It's good to be the NPC. Uh, The formerly black-skinned Daikini will uh, dive towards Dr. Lockhart. You can dodge or fight back as you wish. Well, I've got the shotgun, so probably dodging. Okay. Well, you can use it as a club to fight back if you want. I'm just saying. Oh, true. True. Uh, 23. So I'll do a fight back. Um, so what's my fight back? It's 25. So that's a success. Normal success. Uh, not good enough. You can have two points of damage. Okay. Fell into the keeper's trap again. <laughs> uh, Norbo, you can dodge or fight back as one of the creatures Dive at you, claws extended. I will dodge, but I'm dodging. Feels like shambling, really. It's a, a penalty die, right? Correct. Huh. Same either way, but I don't know how well it did. Uh, that's a success. Regular. <coughs> uh, you are quite happy about that. Um, Mr. Reppin is still gorging himself. Ms. Chiang is unconscious. Uh, Dr. Lockhart, the one that you shot with the shotgun, is very unhappy with you. If you would care to dodge or fight back. I think this time I'm dodging a 10. So that is a hard success. Uh, You are very happy about that. Mr. Bazaz Wayne, power roll with penalty die. Power roll with the penalty die. Uh, 83 is a fail. Fascinating show. Wonderful food. 
Mm. Might be starting to wonder what that beer tastes like. Norbo seemed to enjoy it, but no. no. I was I was uh, thinking that my San is getting low enough that I may end up having some beer. <laughs> you may you may eventually go for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Lockhart is unconscious. Norbo, you're up. Um, do I have a sense that our weaponry is doing anything really against them? I mean, I mean, there's there's eight of them to what? How many people are down at this point? Three. Uh, well, let's see. Mr. Reppin. Uh, is busy eating. Miss Chiang is unconscious. Mr. Bazaz Wayne is enjoying his stew. Mr. Lockhart is unconscious. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yes, the um, so Tenzin's sword is absolutely having an effect. You can see he is absolutely getting the better uh, of the Daikini that he is engaged with, uh, and Doctor Lockhart's shotgun definitely had an effect as well. Uh, all right. Well, I will try a round of shooting these people. Okay. Um, I will take two shots. So one is just regular and the other is at a penalty because they're point blank, right? Yep. All right. So first shot is just a regular. I ex- yep. Uh, no, the first shot would be a bonus die and then the second one would be regular. Well, no, because I'm at disadvantage because I'm drunk, right? Oh, yes, yes, you're right. <laughs> yep, that's all right. Yep, I wrote yep. a zero four. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty good. All damage. Seven. Okay. And then the second one will be at disadvantage. And I will burn the seven points of luck to make that a success. Was that first one? Was that an extreme success? Uh, it was a zero four, so yeah. Okay, so that would be seven plus max damage, which is what ten? D ten, yeah. So seven. That would have been seventeen. Okay, plus damage for the second one. Uh, seven. well, the seventeen seemed to oh, okay. do it. Uh, it didn't kill it, if that's what you're asking. That is what I'm really asking. Yes. No, I have to burn seven luck. The actual damage is three. Whoops. Uh, it screams in pain and falls to the ground, apparently dead. Oh, good shot. Well done. Dr. Lockhart. Okay. This would be my other barrel. Then. Um, so that's a zero one. It's dead. That seems pretty good. It's just dead. <laughs> um, let's see, Mr. Weapon, Ms. Jang. Uh, Dr. Luckhart, you can dodge or fight back as you wish. I will dodge. Uh, normal success. At this point, there's only one left that's attacking you. Uh, normal success, you said? Yes, On dodging? normal success. I do apologize. Yeah. It does better than that. Uh, you can have three points of damage. Still standing, just. Uh, Mr. Bazaar's Wayne. Mm. Power with penalty die. Uh, 95. <laughs> and an 05 <laughs> at the 95 counts. <laughs> uh, Mr. Norbo. What would you like? 
whatever you would like to do, sir. Oh, so no one's attacking me? No one is attacking you. There's only so there's there's a couple daikini that are left that are feeding Mr. Bazazwain and Mr. Reppin. Okay. Who are not transformed and are not engaging in this in this fight, apparently, yet. Um good. good. Uh, there's one left who is still attacking Dr. Lockhart. Uh, and there's the uh, red one who seems to be trying to attack uh, Tenzin, but is definitely having a great deal of difficulty uh, with the gentleman. Um, can I, I assume I can't shoot the one attacking Miss Lockhart or Mrs. Lockhart, so. Why not? Oh, I don't know. Aren't they in melee or maybe not? Yeah, but so what? Well, I don't want to. Okay, I mean it's up to you. Okay. Well, uh, I'm just I do not want to deal with Mr. Lockhart if, if I've killed. Yes, I can. It <laughs> doesn't seem like a good idea, as compared to Tenzin, who you know, he hasn't taken any damage yet. I'm sure he's immortal. So yes, I will shoot the one attacking Tenzin because that seems like fun. Okay. Uh, just one mm. shot. That is a regular success for five points of damage. Okay. Uh, it falls. Ha ha! Tenzin kind of turns and nods his thanks to you. Dr. Lockhart. Yeah. Here we go. Um, I'll be, be. I'll be. I'll have to spend this round reloading. So, um, reloading and uh, defending myself. Okay. Speaking of defending yourself. You would care to I will up. try. Fight back. I will try to fight back. Fight back. I can. I take it reloading. I can fight back still. Um. Well, if you were fighting back with your shotgun, you would be wanting to use it as a club. So I think no. I think you okay. Can, then I'll dodge. Yep. But you dodge for sure. Yep. Dodge then. Uh. So that's a twenty-eight. So that's. Oh, should I spend? I'll spend the six points to get a hard success. Oh, aren't you lucky? Well, he's a little less lucky now. Let's see. Gorgeous, unconscious, gorgeous. Mr. Bazaar's Wayne, power over hmm. penalty die. Uh, so I'm down to a 70. It's a thing. Not a passing <laughs> thing, but it's a thing. Getting closer, uh, Mr. Lockhart Norbo. Oh, do I, just, I have time to shoot again? Yep. Well, I guess I will take a chance on shooting the one with Mrs. Lockhart. One okay. shot again. That is a regular success for 10 points of damage. Huh. Very nice. Dr. Lockhart. Yep. My turn? Yep. My turn? Oh. Okay, so I've reloaded. Um, I will try to offload both barrels in in this one. Okay. So that I have to roll twice, don't I? With yep. Yeah. Okay. So normal success and uh normal success. Yep. So they're both normal successes. Roll damage. So 16 from the first one and 18 from the second one. Uh, it is dead. 
Um, the remaining Daikini who were feeding uh, Mr. Reppin and Mr. Bazaz Wayne uh, will scream at you, transform, and fly up into the sky. No, oh, don't leave. And disappear into the night. <laughs> I will kneel down by Charles's side and try to do a first aid on him. Go right ahead. Okay, what's base first aid? 30. I did say try, didn't I? Oh. I failed. No, I failed. Tenzin, Tenzin will come over and he will perform first aid on Mr. Lockhart. Uh, Mr. Lockhart, you can have three hit points back. Three, all right. As you are roused. Uh, Tenzin will then do the same for Miss Chiang. You can be roused and have three hit points back. Uh, what happened? Uh, honey, are you all right? Uh, Mr. Mr. Bazaz Wayne, uh, Tenzin mm. will kind of come over to you and, you know, take you by the shoulder and speak to you for a moment. And, you know, it, it doesn't take too long and kind of the, the, let's say, spell that you were under focused on the desire for the food and drink kind of passes. And you, you definitely feel, you feel absolutely terrible. You feel like just so bloated. Mm eaten far more than you have ever done at any at any given time uh, but otherwise what, what okay. sort of memory do i have of of the uh <coughs> of the events uh everything as described so no longer under a, a sort of the haze i now now i am aware that they were attacking and yep. transitioning and so forth yep well you you were aware of that before you just didn't, I just didn't care. care yep okay the food was too good to care. It was. Probably still would be. Yeah, I'll, I'll kind of come back to my senses. You filthy! Oh, oh I'm sorry, Dr. Lockhart. Norbo will sorry. refill his no gun. Problem, where, where are the creatures? <laughs> and um, yeah, <laughs> Dr. Lockhart will basically put the, uh, put refill the shotgun and keep an eye out and sort of just stagger because she is hurting quite a bit as you as you look so, around, as you look around you see that the the creatures are gone and somehow you're not quite sure how it happened but the fire is gone the cauldron is gone the grass is gone the trees are gone and you're back in that dry empty valley was kind of all standing or laying or sitting, you know, 20 or 30 feet from a small campfire around which you see the sleeping forms of the bus driver and your fellow passengers. Are we kind of bleeding with ripped clothes and that type of thing? Yes. I will turn to Tenzing and say, why did, what's, what was the point of that? Why? Why did we? Why did we go to those creatures if they were going to attack oh, think, us and kill us? I thought the Dakini was meant to help 
be helping us. In a sense, they did help us, Dr. Lockhart. They've proved to the Daikini, to any gods that might be watching, our worthiness for the task ahead, our determination to complete it. We have successfully resisted their temptations. You kind of, kind of can look at some of us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he kind of, you know, gives uh, Mr. Rep and Mr. Bazazwain and Norbo a, a bit of an odd look at that. I'm never eating again. <sighs> we, we have engaged in battle with the with the spirits and succeeded. But who? <sighs> I'm frustrated. I'm just going to clean my gun. Think about it. <laughs> were we holding our weapons, our guns, and that? Uh, you were exactly as you were, yes. Okay. Yeah, so I've got tears and blood coming out from me, and uh, I. It is all so strange. Have you been looked at by Tenzin? No. Uh, he will definitely come first aid you as well, Dr. Lockhart. Uh, you can have two hit points back. Cool, thank you. And as you stand there, confused, bruised, battered, wondering if this is all really worth the trouble <laughs> you can all roll your ticks and your luck hey hey here comes the five i have no ticks let's see if i can up my luck a little bit <laughs> luck first. Oh, wow guess what i just rolled five. Oh, five. Yep. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was I ridiculous. Zero a moment ago. I'm, I'm trying to up my luck. So you I don't have the luck. In need of some major prayer Fail and fasting, apparently. Nice. Finally. Okay, so. It's amazing to think that I have not succeeded on a single roll. Until it's time. <laughs> it's, yeah. In a while, you mean? <laughs> well, since our last time we rolled ticks. Apparently. Sweet. Five luck. Just rubbing it in, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, I still I still control the party luck rolls. That's my only thing I care about. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, once you're done that, you can all have some sanity. Uh, let's see, you can all have a D8, a D8, one. Sorry, wait a second. Let me let me let me let me restate that. Uh, you can all have one. Uh, Miss Chiang, Mr. Lockhart, and Doctor Lockhart. 
and Norbo. Uh, you can have an additional 2d8. Of sand? Oh, what yep. was it? Of sand. 2d8. And you can all lose a D2. So it was, what was the general uh, sand game? Uh, so for you, Miss Chiang, it's 2D8 plus one. Plus one, okay. This has never happened before, but I'm getting very close to my max sanity at a 92. Huh. I am up to 88 now. I may go crazy. <laughs> 94. Uh, I don't do, see do we, that could do, be a problem for the rest of you. Do we gain, <laughs> do we gain any, any hit points extra other than the ones that were restored just a few moments ago? Sorry, no. Ah, okay. Nine <laughs> to six. So, uh, does the game tell you why we gained the things we gained and lost the things we lost? Yes. But Would you like to know? Better. Oh, no. good. I would like to know yeah. why we gained one but lose minus one D two. I so, you know, you're feeling you're feeling you're feeling pretty good um, about the uh, uh, the uh, delivering the scroll to the Doschen Monastery. Yeah, you're happy about that. That was that was a good thing. You're feeling good about having done that. Um. Uh, you Norbo and you Norbo are feeling uh, very good about having uh, broken the spell from the sisters. Although you certainly started to engage, you know, to gorge yourself, um, you know, you eventually were able to uh, to fight off their uh, nefarious influence. You're feeling good about that, and then you're also feeling good about uh, having driven them away. You're feeling quite good about that, but uh, then you think about the um the ceremony to come and about potentially maybe it's you maybe it's someone you know, don't really know who yet but clearly someone's going to be having to take those pills and you think about what's in those pills and ugh, that's kind of yucky so if that answers your question in a suitably florid sort of way Absolutely florid enough. Cool. <laughs> um, the rest of the night passes uneventfully. The next morning, the next bus does indeed come and pick you all up. And rolls on. And I think this is a good place to end it for the night.